Welcome to the Motherhood Unfiltered podcast. We are a group of moms striving to bring balance to motherhood with lots of laughs and some tears along the way. We seek to walk alongside you in this journey as we learn and grow from one another. Hello friends, it's Brianna and on this episode we will be talking about the importance of a mother nurturing a relationship between a father and daughter. Our guest today is Laura Ramonette. I've known Laura for years. I went to Bible college with her daughter and son-in-law before he was her son-in-law. And we quickly became close friends with them during my husband and I's early married years. Laura was always willing to host parties at her house and has always been a super fun person to be around. And her daughter and son-in-law are now youth pastors in Stockton, California. And within the last few weeks, Laura has become a grandma to two twin boys. So, Laura, we are so, so happy that you are joining us today. Hi, Brianna. Thanks so much for asking me. I'm excited. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I am the mother of two uh, and the wife of one. Um, (laughs) Thank goodness. Um, But um, I have a son who's 30, and then I have one daughter who's 29 who you just mentioned you went to Bible school with. So um, we have known each other a while. Um, I actually currently work in the healthcare industry. I'm a special investigator for fraud there. Um, I've been with my company 16 years. So been a super busy mom, but I'm also um, (laughs) currently a full-time student and I'm earning my business degree um, in healthcare administration right now. So yeah, it is um, very exciting and very busy. Um, plus, now with the twins, um, I'm sure we'll have more on our plate. So yes, <laughs> um, but I had I had my kids really really young in life, and I had them really really close together. Uh, they're only about 13 months apart, uh, and I had them when I was 19 and 20. So I was very very young. But um, because of that, I felt like I had to kind of learn how to be a parent on the fly. And I didn't really have good examples in my childhood. Um, So I felt like I kind of had to learn this thing on my own. So I'm excited to be here and hopefully share a little bit today that can help someone else. Right. And I'm sure that was difficult for you because being a mom in general is such a learning curve. And then doing it on your own is an even bigger learning curve. So, But having one of each, a boy and a girl... What things would you say are different about the relationship between a boy and his dad versus a girl and her dad? And why are those differences important? Well, first of all, I think both relationships are equally important. Um, So I don't want it to seem like I feel like one is more important than the other. Right. But the thing is, men, they tend to really focus on their boys more than they do their daughters a lot of the time. So in this process of men, the way they think, you know, this, this manly thing, it's like, I have to raise my son and teach him to be a man. It's this macho kind of thing, which is true. Boys absolutely need that, but they don't need it to be at the expense of raising their daughters as well. Right. I know that dads need to raise their sons and they do need to realize their role in this world, which unfortunately is quickly being lost. Mm -hmm. They feel like they need to be a provider. And historically they've kind of proven, you know, these are all the things a man needs to know and it's dad's responsibility to show them. Mm -hmm. But the things that a dad can teach his daughter to me seems even more valuable 
it's almost like the boys are born with this desire to be a man. They already, you know, have that macho desire to really prove I am a man. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is inherent. It's like they just get it. They don't need to be taught. But a dad, right. a dad can actually help set the course for his daughter. And he can teach her how she should expect to be treated by men right. and by other people in general. You know, he can help her to realize her value like nobody else can. Right. So the thing is, moms often get in the way of this relationship. They don't even realize they're doing it sometimes. And sometimes by the time they do realize it, if they ever do, it's way too late. And they've already secretly sabotaged a relationship between her own husband and their daughter. So most of the time, she doesn't even know she's doing it. She really doesn't. It's a, it's a thing that just kind of happens, but then she sees the outcome of her daughter as a teenager or as a young adult. And by then it's really can be too late to do anything. You know, I feel like this, the main cause of this is jealousy. And I know it sounds weird to say that a mom could be jealous of her daughter, (laughs) but if you look at the entire picture, it really is clear that unfortunately jealousy seems to be the culprit of it. Would you say it's because moms like to feel important? So if they don't have that bond, they might feel insignificant somehow? Well, I mean, yes, you know, in a way that's true. But I think from the things that I've observed, it's really Mm -hmm. more of I feel threatened in my relationship with my husband. Got it. So how did you learn about this? Like what made you realize it? And why should we as moms help nurture that relationship between a girl and her dad? I really learned about it just by observation and from experiences. I was the most incredibly, ridiculously huge daddy's girl that ever walked. I'm telling you. And my dad <laughs> fed off it. He, he loved it. So my dad loved me in a way like I've rarely seen. And it, the way he showed it were in these ways that um, I've never seen another dad do. Uh, even to this day, you know, my dad passed away when I was nine. So I was very young when my dad died. But the thing is, I remember those things that he would do for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's actually really funny that we're recording this today. Um, Today is my dad's birthday. And so it's like my dad, you know, Cinco de Mayo baby, which is funny. I was born in the Midwest and we didn't know what Cinco de Mayo was. (laughs) I'd never heard of it till I married a Hispanic man. So it was to me, May 5th was not Cinco de Mayo. It was dad's birthday. And so being as close as I was with my dad, looking back, especially today and thinking of the ways that my dad treated me, I was raised in Michigan a very small town in upper Michigan. The winters were really long and really cold, <laughs> but our, right. our summers were amazing. They were filled with adventure and hiking and fishing and motorcycle rides and pony rides and just all this awesome stuff. But for some reason, as a child, I had a hard time falling asleep in my own bed and I could fall asleep anywhere except my own bed. I would fall asleep on the pews <laughs> at church. I fell asleep in the right. car. I fell asleep on my pony once or twice. Not kidding. <laughs> I really did. And so I, it, it's crazy, but I've always been different. So, <laughs> so my dad always wanted to make sure that I had a great ability to sleep in my own bed. So my dad would do things like, um, 
in the summertime, he got this huge belt and he would actually belt me to himself and he would take me for rides on his motorcycle. So I would fall asleep. I would be facing him with my arms wrapped around him. He would tie me on and I would stay there hugging my dad until I fell asleep on a motorcycle. And then he would, you know, we'd come home, he'd pick me up, tuck me into bed and kiss me on the forehead. And then in the wintertime, he would do exactly the same thing, but in a heated car, he would put me in the back seat and he would drive Mm -hmm. me around until I fell asleep. And so those are the kinds of things that my dad did for me. I don't ever remember Mm -hmm. a night going to bed without being tucked in and getting a kiss in the forehead. So, you know, when my, my dad was killed in a car accident, it devastated me. I was nine years old. My whole world was absolutely crushed. Um, And from that day on, I never had another nurturing relationship again until I met my husband. Um, My mom was absolutely in shock and unable to really adjust to this new way of life. So Mm -hmm. I I lost that ability to have a nurturing relationship with a parent. My grandparents stepped in and did what they could. And I was very, very close with my grandpa as well. And if you sit down and have a conversation with me more than 20 minutes, I'm always going to mention my granddad. He was, he stepped in and really picked up as much slack as he could. But when I was about 23, um, my daughter would have been around three at that time. I was watching my husband with her and I started seeing these things that he was doing and the way he was interacting with her that was exactly like my dad. And it really made me feel jealous even though I didn't recognize it as jealousy at the time, looking back, I realized I was jealous of that relationship. So in preparing this, and I've actually written a paper and done some research on, on this phenomenon, jealousy's definition is a feeling of resentment against someone because of that person's rivalry, success, or advantages. And I really felt resentment towards her because of what I perceived as her advantages over myself. Yeah. So in the case of moms and their daughters, the advantages that she has this in with her dad and the mother sees this as when, when a dad's taken a deep interest in the daughter, she sees it as something different. And then she feels like she needs to compete with her own child for the attention of her husband. Wow. What moms don't realize is that when they have that kind of a reaction, it's going to set the course of her daughter's life for the rest of her life. It's going to set up what that relationship looks like. Right. If I had to take a look at what I wanted my daughter to become when she got older, I would want her to be a successful, confident, positive woman that could be a force to be reckoned with. And since I knew what I felt like when I was close with my dad and I remembered what that relationship was like, I knew that I wanted my daughter to have that with her dad. Yeah. I literally had to force myself to nurture their relationship. My husband wanted to be close to her. And I felt like if I stood in the way of that, I wouldn't only be hurting myself in the long run, but I would be hurting both of them. Right. Um, So I, had those conversations. And I told my husband, I feel like you really need to nurture this relationship. What do we do? And we had a talk. So then my husband came up with the idea that he was going to start picking her up for dates. And he did. I mean, (laughs) she was like four and he would do the whole thing. I mean, he wouldn't be at home. He would come straight from work. He would knock on the door 
he would come with flowers or a card or some kind of little gift. And he would ask, is Angela home? I'm here to pick Angela up for our date. (laughs) And he would act like he didn't even know me, you know, and and that's what he did. And then he would take her out to dinner or he would take her somewhere. He would let her pick, you know, where do you want to go? And the funny thing is he tells this story and it's so funny. He picked her up one time. I think she was about seven or eight. And he picked her up and he said, so where would you like to go tonight, Angela? And he's like, you can go anywhere you want to go. It's your choice. And he was ready for like a steakhouse or, you know, red lobster. She goes, daddy, (laughs) I want to go to Wienerschnitzel. And he was like, Wienerschnitzel, that's the most random place. And so they went to Wienerschnitzel for their date. So it, it really became an opportunity for him to put into her what she should expect for the rest of her life. Right. It taught her mm-hmm. not to settle for anything other than the best. And so right. as she grew up, and as you know, because you knew my daughter in school, right. she was confident <laughs> and she was relentless in her ability to never settle for second best. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I, <laughs> I firmly believe with everything inside of me that her relationship with her dad completely set her up for success in adulthood. She chose a man right. who is incredible. And I have no doubt that if those two ever have a daughter, that he is going to have that kind of relationship with his daughter, because he also had an inside window to that relationship between my daughter and her dad. Oh, absolutely. And knowing him, I, I also don't doubt this for a second. And the Wiener Schnitzel story, I've actually never heard, but it's kind of funny because I feel like seven-year-old Angela would still kind of be Angela today. Like if you said, I'll take you anywhere, Angela's just not one of those kind of people that's like, I want to go to Red Lobster. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> um, I'm, sure, I'm sure she has her guilty pleasures, but for the most part, she's pretty low maintenance, which... <laughs> was nice when we were both struggling in like our first year of marriage and it's like so Taco Bell after church tonight exactly the dollar menu um, (laughs) I know exactly sharing going inside so we can share a soft drink you know (laughs) yep we've all been there but um (laughs) yeah so some people may ask how do you know this isn't just something that you experienced and no one else has so how would you answer that question That's actually a great question. I actually did some research on it because I, after Angela got married, I went through this whole thing of, did I do enough? Is she going to be the wife, you know, maybe the wife I wasn't, is she going to be better than me? I want her to have done better. So I actually started doing research on these relationships between daughters and dads. And I found some really interesting posts from all sorts of people. And, you know, some of them even surprised me what I found, but they all really confirmed this. So I just wanted to read a couple of these because I think they are a huge insight to kind of what's going on. So this is from a 12-year-old girl. Her name is Bree. And she says, my mom isn't nice to my daddy and I don't like her much. I'm 12 and my dad understands me and he loves me. And is always there for me. And I get scared during storms. Childish, I know. But when I go to daddy and cuddle with him, 
he's always willing to hug me and do things that will distract me. And I love him so much. And there isn't anything he wouldn't do for me. And to him, I'm really special. The more my mother gets mad at us, the more she separates herself from us. It's not our fault. She's the one who's trying to be busy all the time. So really, if she wouldn't be able to like us, then she probably would be a little closer to us. But a child only really needs one parent, her father. So I thought that was really insightful from a 12-year-old girl who is saying, my mom tries to get time away from us. So then you think, okay, well, she's 12, life's going to change and things will get better. It naturally does. But here's another one that I found from a 20 year old girl. (laughs) I don't know her name, but this is what she said. I'm a 20 year old girl and I'm closer to my father than my mother. And I know that my mother is very jealous of that. She is so open about it. And that puts a strain on my relationship with my father. Both my parents travel. So when they are both here, I hardly even speak to my dad. When my mother's away, we spend all the time talking together and we hang out together. And I just cannot have the same relationship with my mother because she is a totally different person. (laughs) So even even 20-year-olds realize, but see, now this 20-year-old sees that her mom is jealous. She called it out. So maybe a 20-year-old is going through a transition. They are just barely adults. In college, they're getting all these conflicting stories. So then I found one from a 26-year-old. And this is what she says. My mother is jealous. It's getting worse as I get older. I'm 26 now. This week, my father, who is in the hospital with cancer, while I was visiting him, my mother called. And he said to me, shh, don't tell her you're here. And with that, I started crying. I have heard this my whole life. Whenever he would take me out to lunch or come to visit me at work or anything that we did without her, My dad would always say, don't tell mom. It will just make her jealous. I have never understood this. Doesn't she love me? Wow. So what we might perceive as preserving our relationship with our husband is not seen that way through a daughter's eyes. It's seen as you don't love me enough to let me have a relationship with my dad. They feel that resentment. Even though we may not even recognize it, they feel it. And if we as mothers want to raise healthy, independent, well-adjusted daughters that are going to grow into competent women, then we need to make choices early in life that will help them. Because we definitely need to have those relationships. But in order for a mom to support a good relationship between her husband and her daughter, she's going to have to be confident in the fact that jealousy ruins her relationship with her daughter and it can ruin ruin her relationship with her husband and daughter as well. Right. And I, I can't help but think, you know, obviously motherhood unfiltered attracts all sorts of moms. So we may have moms here that, you know, maybe they've tried to nurture a relationship between a, a father and daughter, but the dad's just not interested or maybe you know there's an absent father or there's a a grandpa like for you for instance a grandpa who had to step in because a dad is absent so would you say that it's important in general to find some type of father figure for your children if their own father isn't there Would you say that it's important for them to find a father figure to nurture that relationship with their daughter? 
Absolutely. I, I absolutely think that it is important because there are just things that moms can't do. And I right. mean, I know there's challenges. I had the fortunate blessings in my life to have the dad that I had and then have the grandpa that I had and be able to marry a man that did want to be involved. I know that's not the case across the board, but there are men out right. there. I, I personally know a man right now who has several of his own daughters, but they don't want a relationship with him. But he right. is now in my life, a father figure. He's because that relationship was missing for him. He, they want right. it. Men, you would be surprised how many men do want to have that kind of relationship. Of course, there's always those outliers. Right. There's always those men who don't want that relationship. And it needs to be said, there are those men who take advantage. There are those men who are not yeah. trustworthy. And as a mom, it's absolutely also your responsibility to protect your children from people who may harm absolutely. them. Yeah. But nobody right. knows what their kids need like a mom. Right. And if, if you are a mom in that situation that doesn't have an interested father, but if their dad is involved in their life, it's a conversation worth having. Right. My, one of my favorite sayings is you don't know what you don't know. But if you yeah. have listened <laughs> to this podcast today, hopefully you've learned something about something that I experienced and have been able to confirm. And if you want to encourage that relationship, if you have that conversation with their dad who seems uninterested, you may be surprised. Right. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for joining us. And thank all of you for sitting in this space with us as we discuss the importance of a father-daughter relationship and why us as mothers should be encouraging that. Well, thank you so much, Brianna, and enjoy this podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you haven't already, we want to welcome you to connect with us on Instagram at underscore motherhood unfiltered. Thanks again for joining us.